Okay, and we're live on the Niche Agent. So we've got a great guest for you. It's Darren Philippi. You are a CEO of Akella Williams in Las Vegas. So Darren, why don't you take a quick second and tell us a bit about yourself and why you're here. Hey, Ryan. Thanks for having me. I've uh, been really excited to do this. We've talked about this uh, since you uh, started your podcast, uh, even before, and it has taken us a long time to get together, and, and even over the last... Uh, a uh, month or so, I think we rescheduled this uh, 17 times or so <laughs> since then. <laughs> We're here, <laughs> so, and that's all that matters. So that's that's awesome. So, yeah, um, uh, my name is Darren Phillippe. Uh, I'm a team leader, uh, CEO of Keller Williams, the marketplace here in Vegas. I run an office of about 140 agents. Um, I, uh, I ha also have a podcast, a real estate coaching podcast called Real Estate Roundtable, found on iTunes. You can find it by either Real Estate Roundtable, Realtor Roundtable, or Phillippe Consulting. Um, and then I also just barely launched about three three weeks ago a website called Real Estate Tech Academy, and it, all it is is just it's a place where real estate agents can go to learn how to use their their technology as you know in in your guys's language and that kind of stuff. So I'm really really excited about that right now. Great, and that's kind of why we wanted to bring you on um, today's podcast is going to be a bit different because instead of just interviewing an agent about what they did and what they do, this is going to be kind of a tutorial and kind of explaining some things to people on how they can actually apply technology and social media to their niche and how to actually get found and how to connect with the right people. Awesome. Yeah, I agree. Let's do it. Okay. So where do you want to start? Well, you know, I, uh, Ryan, I, I, I talk to a lot of agents all the time just to kind of tell you my background and what got me to where I'm at um, to kind of give a little bit of validation to Perfect. what we're going to be talking about. I, um, I was a financial advisor for five years before I got into real estate. Uh, my kid ended up getting um, – I, I left that job to take a pharmaceutical rep position in Seattle. Uh, the Merck put a hiring freeze three days before they heard that I took the position. And so um, I was unemployed, and like three weeks later, my 11-year-old boy at the time, who's 19 now, gets leukemia. Wow. And so I'm like stuck. I'm unemployed. I can't get a job because I have to have pre-existing conditions be able to be covered. And so I end up taking a marketing rep position up uh, at, at a towel company down here in Vegas. And uh, for the first month or so, I was the typical, here's a pin and pad, send me some title business. And then I left the title business because I wanted to do coaching. And I, 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 that's when I started getting really into social media because I, for the next two years, all I did was consume internet marketing. I, I had earbuds in my head and I listened to every podcast that talked about social media, internet marketing, anything like that. And so I created my blogs. I created my podcast three years ago in October, which is kind of exciting. Um, and uh, I just started using some of these things that I would hear from all the different pieces out there and I started applying them into my business and uh, what's crazy is it actually works <laughs> you know what I mean and and it's like my business has kind of evolved from hi I'm gonna be a real estate coach to as I'm helping these and coaching people people kept on all the real estate agents kept on coming to me saying Darren I don't know how to do this stuff how do you do how do you do blogging how do you build a website how do you use social media to drive traffic and so at first I started coaching and teaching them how to do it and it took forever because there's a lot of moving parts to it. And as time went on, I got the idea from my people that I was working with 
we need to be able to have access to at all times. And so that's why I created Real Estate Tech Academy. And so what happens now is I basically just apply those principles that I've learned from years and years and years of internet marketing along with the experience of really what real estate agents need when trying to develop followers and uh, you know drive traffic to their site and convert those contacts to clients. Yeah, so that's that's a great point because a lot a lot of uh, people out there telling agents they need to use social media and they tell you what social media platforms you should be on. They tell you some etiquettes and things like that, but they don't actually show you how to use it and really get into, especially with real estate. Uh, I find it's very there's not a lot of uh, a lot of resources out there real estate specific. There's tech gurus out there talking about how to do it, but not within our industry. So it's great that you're helping fill that uh, that void. Right. Well, and the and the deal is this. Real estate agents have so many hats to wear. I mean, you guys are, you know, you're counselors, you're repairmen, you are salespeople, you're admin, you're, you're everything. And so the last thing you guys need is to now have to play a game on social media that most agents don't get. <laughs> so if there's a game that we have to play, because really, if you look at the generation and how, how people find their real estate agents now, it's online. And you, I talk to my 19-year-old son more through... Um, a text message in Twitter than I do face to face, right? Yeah, that's a little extreme. But um, <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying though is, if this is something that we have to do, or at least they tell us we have to do, um, but I also need to be picking up the phone, making the phone calls, and doing the the number one key thing, which is lead generation. How do I play the, play this and do this efficiently? And so that's kind of what my philosophy is. We got to play the game. So if we're going to play the game, we're going to play it right and we're going to use the tools properly and efficiently. So I'm not a big, hey, let's build our business in two hours of social media. It's more like, here's 10 minutes uh, a day max that I'm ever going to be doing, yeah. and, and I'm going to interact my lead generation with, oh, while I'm making lead generation, I'm going to do a couple of social media things, and it's not taking any of my time. Yeah. And that's a great point that you're applying it to the lead generation part of it and not just trying to build a brand online because a lot of people are out there talking about building a brand, but you apply it with the actual systems and models of real estate. You take right. what Gary Keller taught us, you take the, the models of the MREA, and how do you enhance that with social media? Because that's a big part that a lot of agents are missing is I find they go one way or the other. They go with the models and the traditional way of doing business, or a lot of agents just scrap that and go with, I'm just going to build a Facebook page and that's all I'm going to do. Well, right. Well, the deal is this. Okay, sweet. I have a Facebook page, but nobody sees it. Big whoop, Right. I, I, I went to this all-day seminar. It was an awesome seminar about lead generation, and I, I've been there for like seven hours now. And I just and and what was interesting is when they got to the online marketing part, the guy who got to it, he it was an eight-hour class. He spent maybe ten minutes on <laughs> social media and internet marketing and all that kind of stuff, yeah. which I get. But at the same time, what happened is he kind of said. Yeah, I don't really like Twitter. Or I don't, you know, this is Google Plus is lame. It's never going to work or whatever. Really, go to Facebook. Which um, there's some logic to that, but at the same time, most people don't really know anything about it anyway. So of course, you're if you don't know a lot about it, you're going to say, "Ah, we're not going to talk about this," and you just kind of move on. And so yeah. I I believe that if you understand the way to play the game, that you could really benefit and you know. Make yourself stand for, so much better forward towards your clients than not playing the game. You're going to miss out a lot, especially as 
this generation starts to get older. Yeah. And I think the important thing, too, is that it's not rocket science. It's not... You don't need to be... You don't have to have a degree in social media to really start utilizing it and using it well. Now, there are people who are very advanced with it and can do very well with it, but to make it part of your business, you don't have to, to be doing it 10 hours a day or 10 hours a week. Like you said, it's a few minutes a day to just start implementing it and, and build it in. Right. Well, and the deal is this. is In, in my class today, somebody raised their hand and said, well, guess what? It used to be, a, a, you know, you do a mailer and they'd give you a call back or whatever and you'd have that conversation. Now you'll do a mailer and people will go online to research you first. Right. So, for instance, if you Google Darren Philippi, you're going to find me and there's like pages and pages and pages of Darren Philippi and that's no big deal. You'll find my information. But if you... Um, if you gave, you know, Google your name, I mean, are you? We're going to find your name. So the challenge is this: we need to make sure that we are presenting the best, you know, face forward and error foot forward, and make it so when people do come across this, that we we are we're not looking like we're 80 years old and 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 we've been doing real estate for 40 years, and I only I work everything off of. Uh, three by five cards, which is fine, but the younger generation does not going to play that game. And so, um, anyway, it's just interesting that people will research your information before they even speak to you. And if you do not look qualified online, yeah, then they're not going to talk to you. And if you do, and you you may look even better online than you do in person, <laughs> type thing. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. you could do that now. Yeah. So if agents are getting started, let's start kind of at that beginning then, and and kind of take it through. If someone's just knows nothing about it, never done anything with it, what kind of steps would you suggest? In oh, okay, great, great question. All right, so the first thing that you need to do is, you, and, and it makes complete sense, you need to have a presence pretty much in all the different places. The main social media places you need to have, uh, you need to have a, a Facebook page, a Facebook business page, you need to have Twitter, you need to have LinkedIn because that's your professional um, look towards you know, and and actually your LinkedIn ranks pretty well when when somebody's searching for your name. Mm -hmm. uh, you have to have a Google Plus and a Google Plus business page, and there's reasons why Google, the Google Plus business page makes sense is because that actually has to do a lot with ranking. Right. And if you're going to be hanging out on Google and Google runs the world, you better be playing with their tools. <laughs> so. Um, those are the main things. Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. You have to have your profiles at least set up. Then what you're going to do is you're going to find where your people are at the most. And all I don't care what system you use, you're going to communicate with them on that platform. Okay. So set it up. And once it's set up, pick one or two. And you're going to focus on those, those tools there. Now, a lot of people may not know or understand that each kind of platform has its own language or, or style of communication. What's a good way for people to learn the, the etiquette or the ways to, to communicate on those Okay, platforms? awesome question. All right, so the deal is this. Everybody's got a Facebook page, so you're probably going to be hanging out on Facebook, especially as a real estate agent. Um, but Facebook is a very personal thing. So your communication on Facebook is going to be very much more um, come, come from contribution. You're not going to be selling houses. You're going to be talking and building relationships. And every once in a while, you'll, you'll pepper it in with, a, oh, I'm so excited. I just sold my 17th house this month or this year or whatever that is. Um, so you'll pepper it that way. But you're going to convert people to your business page. 
the business page people expect to be able to receive business information from the business page. So when they're following your personal page, they don't want to hear your business stuff. Yeah. So be careful. And typically for me, I post once on my business page a day on, on Facebook in business. Um, I, and I use my personal page strictly for just making fun of my brother and stuff like that. <laughs> so when it comes to Facebook, Facebook is probably the one, the touchiest ones out of all of them. Then there's Twitter. Twitter is not just to follow Christina Aguilera and to see it's what not. the Kardashians are doing. I know it's pretty hard to believe. And some of the things I, I want to share with you are some really, really awesome techniques to build a niche on Twitter. Yep. But Twitter, the, the stuff that you post in an hour is old news. Nobody's ever going to see it. Right. So on Twitter, you could post multiple times. In fact, this is how we were pretty much communicating the whole time. Yep. Me and you were having communications back and forth with each other on Twitter. And... And you could you could post 15, 20 times in a day, and you are not going to overload the people who are following you. Right. Um, and so Twitter has uh, a certain rules that they have, and and it's kind of people are okay with that. Then there's Google Plus. Google Plus um, is kind of a mix between Facebook and Twitter. It has some great features that Facebook has, but also has a lot of the cool features that Twitter has. And so um, you could also Again, the business page is going to be made for that's when you're going to be actually doing your business conversations. And your personal page is you're going to kind of use the feature of Facebook, but you can, people can listen to you in a different way. So you could be speaking a little bit more and those people won't be following you or won't be seeing you as much if, if you want. So yep. there's that. And then, of course, the LinkedIn, um, the LinkedIn, this is your professional look. And a lot of people don't really. Um, follow the feed on LinkedIn because they'll just send their Facebook or their Twitter feed to that. Um, at the very least, so you got to have that professional look there. Yeah, the, the LinkedIn's kind of like a resume of how I explain. Correct. So if you don't have a good resume, you may not want to be doing much on LinkedIn. <laughs> but you bet. Deal is this: you better you better work on developing that, and then you can do some really cool things in your niche in the groups in LinkedIn. Yeah, and that's where a lot of people are not tapping into it, but the people that are there are kind of diehard. They're using it, and they like to communic communicate with that. So if you can find that pocket of people, you're going to reach them more than abroad or something like like Facebook group or where there's a ton of more people. Right. So, okay, so people get it set up. They get working on it. They've got their profiles, and they pick one. What's kind of the next step then for people? Okay, so cool. So um, I'm going to talk a little bit about um, Twitter, the, the, this little technique to be able to start developing um, an amazing followership in your niche. Okay. So um, give, me, give me a niche that, um, Ryan, that maybe you're kind of curious about, maybe that a real estate agent would be interested or curious about. Okay. Waterfront homes is a, a common one that people will, will work in. Okay. Awesome. I'm writing this down real quick. Yep. Okay. So what if if uh, if you were someone who your niche was waterfront homes? Who are those people that are buying those water buying or selling those waterfront homes? I would say retirees or okay. families coming up for like a cottage type property, or depending on the area, it could be like a luxury. In my area, the waterfront is pretty uh, high high uh, net worth. 
Right. A lot of times that's the case unless you're uh, at my parents' house who own a lakefront property, but it's called Jump Off Joe Lake, and it's not really <laughs> quite quite upscale. Um, okay, good. All right, so we know that they're going to be right, uh, retirees, families, and luxury. Now, what do retirees, families, luxury, what do they like to do? What are some of the things that their hobby if, – if I was on Twitter and I was a, somebody who had a family and I was in luxury, what would I be following? What are, what are my interests? Luxury-type things, maybe luxury real estate shows, uh, fine dining, uh, okay. shopping-type things where they're going to spend and show off their net worth. Okay, so this is what I love. Okay, so this is perfect. So we're talking about, in my opinion, from what you're kind of saying – Fine dining in the area, and yeah. if we're talking waterfront, we're probably talking about marinas. Yeah. There's also possibly a golf course in the area. Yeah. Okay, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to go and find the fine restaurants in the area. We're going to find some of the marinas that are in the area, or we're going to find some of the golf courses that are in the area, and search their Twitter feed. We're going to search for let's what's what's a uh, a fine restaurant that is kind of local for that area. Or, or maybe a marina that you're talking about. Spencer's on the lake, by the oh. lake. So what we're going to do is we're going to go and search for Spencer's, and you could search, you could actually search by, ge um, you know, the location or whatever, and yeah. they're going to have a Twitter feed. And guess who's probably following these people from Spencer's? The luxury people. The luxury people. Do you think they're going to be local luxury people? I would imagine. <laughs> that are interested in this area, right? Yeah. Okay, so we're going to go there, and there. let's say they have 500 followers on that tw Twitter feed. You're going to click on that follower, those 500 followers, and all of this is now a list of people who are interested in, Spen what is it, Spencer's? Yeah. Okay, so you're going to start following those people on Twitter. And the, the cool thing about Twitter and LinkedIn, or sorry, Twitter and Google+, is 30 to 50% of the time, people that you follow will follow you back. It doesn't work quite like the same with Facebook because Facebook, you're kind of more a closer relationship. But yeah. Twitter and Google+, if you follow somebody, 30 to 50% of the time, they're going to follow you back. So you're going to start going to the Spencer restaurant and you're going to start following people that you can tell are local. You're going to go to the marina and you're going to start following those people. Maybe some of these uh, local boat shops or some of these other areas that have to do with that area Right. Find their Twitter feeds, and you're going to start following them. And what happens is those people are going to start following you back. And now you've got a group of people, a niche of people that you want to get. And basically what you're doing is you're tapping them on the shoulder and saying, hey, I'm really interested in what you have to say. And if somebody says, hey, Ryan, I'm really interested in what you have to say, what would you, what would that say to you? That we might be able to do business together. Cool, yeah. Well, who are you? Maybe I kind of want to hang out with you too. Sure. In fact, I'm going to follow you back. Right. So now you have, or I would say I would have your ear, or in this case for you, you'd have the ears of the people, these people that are following Spencer's. Yeah. And so, for instance, I started doing this Twitter technique uh, probably a year into me doing this, my podcast and all that kind of stuff. I have 3,300 people following me on Twitter. Guess how many real estate agents there are? They're probably ninety-five, probably ninety-nine percent of those people following me are real estate agents. Yeah, and they're done purposefully because I went and found where people for real estates go, and I started following the people that um, 
that had that interest and they started yeah. following me. And I did I do the exact same thing with Google Plus. I go to one of the communities that's a real estate community and I start following all those followers. I add them into my group and when they follow me back, I start communicating with them. So check this out. So now I'm starting to have people who are listening to me or at least they're connected to me and they're following me. And so what happens now is I start having a communication. So if they follow me back or if they add me to my, my circles, I'm going to send them a quick note and say, hey, thanks tons for following me. I'm really interested in this like area. Yep. Um, if there's any time I could ever help you with information, please let me know. In fact, check out my website. It's got some great information, and you would give them the link of a page that is specific for that luxury niche. Yep. Okay? And as you continue to do that, and it takes a little time, and when I do this, I do this while I'm making phone calls. So while the phone's ringing and I'm, I'm calling appointments or doing whatever, I'm not taking time out of my day to do this. Just as I'm making phone calls, I'm just doing this here and doing there. I'm supposed to be doing two hours of lead generation a day. Is that right, Ryan? Absolutely. At least two to three. <laughs> okay. So I'm doing two hours of lead generation. I'm, not, I'm, I'm only talking a little bit of the time. The rest of the time, the phone's ringing or whatever. I'm doing this, and I'm starting to interact with the people that are my specific niche. Isn't that kind of cool? Yeah, absolutely. Of course, Ryan, you already knew this. But some, maybe some <laughs> of the people who who are listening to your podcast don't know this. And so anyway, I, I think it's cool, dude. It's good to know. And, and I know a common question that gets brought up is then, would you have multiple accounts for if you have different markets? So say you're going after luxury. Would you have a luxury-type Twitter account or a... a condo type account or would right. you kind of run it from the same account? Okay, great question. My opinion, people like people. They don't like businesses. Right. So I actually did this. I created one Twitter account that was for new realtors and that's what it, the, the the Twitter handle was, was at for new realtors mm -hmm. and dphilippi, which is my Twitter handle. And guess which one I built? The one that was individual, that was dphilippi. Yeah. And so I would say use you as a person because that's how you're going to be able to build the relationship. Yeah, it's People true. I mean, even dealing, especially with real estate, they don't want to be build. They don't want to build relationships with the company. They want to build a a, a relationship with Ryan. Yeah, even with open rates with emails, it's been proven that names, like if you use your first name versus your business for the name that shows up on the email inbox, has much higher open rates than just your business name. So I know people want to have the name branded when the email happens, but it, they would rather come from a personal person and they prefer to open that. More yeah, you better business. believe it. Okay, so if they are using Twitter and they're connecting, are they doing spending more time pushing messages out? Are they spending more time, should, should they be spending more time uh, engaging with people? Or I know people who don't understand Twitter may not understand that it's more of a listening thing and not just pushing your message out there. So what kind of strategies would you suggest then? All right, so so when I first started and I started doing this, I, I was able to get a lot of traffic to my site and I was able to get a lot of people too um, in my database and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But what's kind of interesting is is I've had like a second um, phase of this whole internet marketing thing ever since I started launching my Real Estate Tech Academy. I've, I've actually on purpose started to communicate more. So when people follow me, I'll follow them. I'll, I'll, I'll shoot them a quick message saying, "Hey, thanks for the follow. I really appreciate it. I look forward to meeting with you." And uh, a little secret note: I, I have a little plug-in on my. Um, I use Chrome that it's a little 
quick text thing, and rather than me having to type the whole thing, I just push two letters, and that message is already typed up for me, and I can reply back. And it makes it so it's easier for me to... Do you know what I'm talking about? I I, I don't use it now. I'm going to because I'm going to look that up because I'm just about to start communicating, so... Okay, so I'll tell you, uh, this is actually called, I use, I, I'm, a, I'm not an uh, Apple guy. I've got a guy in my office, he's Mr. Mac, and so I know he thinks he's better than I am, and I'm always harassing him about that. So anyway, th- Mac has their own tools, but I'm not going to talk uh, about that because I don't know their tools. I yeah. use a PC, I use uh, a Droid, whatever. Um, the, the, uh, if you get Chrome, and there's a little extension, and it's called Auto Text Expander. Okay. And when I type my signatures or when I type certain things, I have, I'll push two letters. Like I'm putting my address into something. Mm-hmm. I'll push 223 and my whole address gets put in. That's great. So uh, for I have a, uh, a Google reply, a Google Plus reply, and I push GG, and it, it's like a one paragraph. Wow. And then I push TT for Twitter because it has to be a certain length. Yep. And then I'll, I'll personalize it. And it makes it so it's easy for easier for me to communicate, and and it's cool because I've noticed over the last few months of me doing that, people are actually interacting with me, and people are saying, "Hey, Darren, I'm listening to your podcast. I really like it. And by the way, I'd love to be a part of it." Right. Where if I was just spewing spewing what I've been doing for the last the first year and a half of doing this, I wouldn't have those opportunities. Yep. And all the internet geeks that I've listened to, they say you need to communicate and have a sincere back and forth. And as you start developing those relationships, people will do whatever you want them to do. And so for real estate, you're going to communicate with people. You're going to build a relationship with them. You could do some really, really cool things with Twitter to be able to listen to what people are saying. I hate renting. You could search, listen for, I hate renting. And those people in your area will be able, you could sit there and say, holy crap, this person hates renting. And they live like three miles away. So I would reply, man, renting does suck. You don't say, I want to sell you a house. You're right. Renting does suck. And they'll click back saying, who the heck is this guy? Oh, he's a realtor. Oh, that's kind of cool. Can you help me find a house? I hate it type of thing. You know what I mean? That's how you're able to really develop a strong following on and with your niches on social media. I know Gary Vaynerchuk did uh, a blog post a couple years ago with that, and he was showing agents how – they're missing out because he went through and he showed like 10 different people that had 10 different searches about renting and buying and things like that. And he went on and he replied and he got communicated with them. And some guys were like, yeah, I know I hate her. I'm looking for this, blah, 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 blah. And then some people who knew who he was were pretty excited to have Gary Vaynerchuk <laughs> comment on stuff. But anyways, and then it was funny to see a bunch of these other agents who followed that all of a sudden jumped on and they started trying to try to sell them a home after. But it's amazing how well that works if you do it right. Right. Well, well see, the deal is this. I, when I first got into this, and there were, I wasn't using any social media, I was a hardcore database guy. Mm-hmm. I got into the real estate business when everybody was – in fact, I think I am the one who created the crash of Las Vegas real estate. <laughs> um, I bought my house in 2000, 2007, February 2007. At the very peak, the highest average, I, saw, I bought my house at $260,000. And uh, like less than 18 months, my house was worth like $90,000. Wow. So, so what, what happened though, during that time while the market was crashing here and banks were closing like crazy, I was actually growing my business because I was staying in contact with people. I used my database uh, you know, properly. I, I read the millionaire real estate agent that talked about how to work your, 
your database with an 8x8 and 33 touch. Yeah. And now with social media, you could use not just by email, not by phone call, not by mailer, but you could also use a quick message on Facebook saying, hey, ho have a congratulations on your new home or hope you guys win the first game or whatever. Those are the different ways you're able to use, and it just kind of gives you more opportunity to touch these people yeah. by using social media. That's a great point because I, I was just listening to uh, an interview that Gary Keller and Jay Papazan did with some of the MAPS coaches. They did Tony DeSello and a couple of the people that they are interviewing, and they were asking where they saw the future of real estate going, and he said it's not that they're not focusing on technology, but they're not putting as much energy and technology, it's going back to that database. But what I find a lot of people is they think that if they use social media, that they don't need a database. And the two are not, they're related, but they're not. You still have to have that database. You still have to have a way to systematically stay in contact with them. The social media is just another layer and another way to, to stay in touch with them. It's, I, I say, do you use a telephone? Do you use a fax machine? Do you use your email? Do you use your computer? Do you, all these different things are just ways for you to be able to reach out and contact people. Yeah. And so it's not like you're just going to use social media. It's not like you're going to just use your database. You're going to use all of the tools that we have because some people won't respond by a phone call. Sometimes Absolutely. you have to send them a text. Sometimes you have yeah. to send them a voice, a voice message or a video message or whatever. But you have to play the game because it's all about relationships now. It's not about stature. It's not about who you are. You know, in my experience, I could be a brand new guy and come in and rock it because I'm presenting myself and communicating in a proper way. Yep. And being the first and the best way to person to communicate with them can get you the business over some guy who's been in the business for 20 years. Well, you know what? In fact, in, in this class that I was in, they were talking about knocking doors, and they said it, a lot of people, when it comes to farming, you're farming certain areas. Um, a lot of people don't want to farm areas that another agent kind of owns. Mm -hmm. The guy said, "The guy said, man, you give me a, a neighborhood that has been farmed for 20 years from a guy." And if he's not knocking doors, I'll go in and knock those doors, and I'll take over that neighborhood. He yep. said, because I'm having face-to-face. -face. You can't do anything with these you know, eye-to-eye -eye conversations. And so, again, I'm a big believer. You got If we have to play the game of social media, yep. and we want to, um, and, and we need to have a good face out in the world, then let's do it efficiently and let's do it right. But we all know what really is going to make Matt, what's going to make the difference is picking up the phone, scheduling those appointments, doing those things that other people don't want to do. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of times as agents we fall into the that's a painful way of doing business, so I'm going to look for a less painful way of doing things. <laughs> and that's the reason why this guy's only closing seven deals this year. Yeah. The reason why I've got I've got agents that are doing 40, 50, 60. I've got a guy in my office doing 318 transactions a year. Wow. And the reason why is because he's done things that other people aren't willing to do. Yeah. And the social media is just is a communication device, but it's a way to get introduced to these people. And I always tell people when I'm coaching them is that social media is a way to connect with them, but it's to take it offline. If you really want to take it to the next level is don't stay online with these relationships. It's use the online stuff to get them and get belly to belly, get face to face with people. And when you do that, that's when you can up the game. Right. Not, not, you know what's so crazy is you sit there and think, years ago, if I wanted to talk to a top exec, there's no way I'd ever get in front of that guy. Yep. I couldn't do it. But now with social media, you can tap them on the shoulder and say, hey, let's be friends. Yep. And you can catch their attention. And then all of a sudden, because they're busy, you can share with them certain things and have these conversations where eventually maybe I'll catch his attention. Yep. It's just another way to do kind of a 12 direct. Yep. I, I know when I, I uh, got started 
not oh, about two or three years into the business, and uh, I moved to a new area. I think I've shared the story on my blog in a couple area different places, but I got started. I moved to the area, and I was using Facebook to try to connect because I was afraid to go out and meet people. And I connected with this local business guy, and he said, he said, Ryan, I know you're trying to connect and, and, and network online. He said, but if you're really serious about your business, he said, you need to get off your ass, get out from behind the computer, and go meet people. He said, use the computer to connect with the people, but if you really want to grow your business, go out and meet people. And I did that. I went out started having coffees. I strategically started meeting at least one or two people a week that were new that I had never met, and I used that Facebook to just go out and make those relationships. Yep. You look. You look at your. You look at the people, the top producers in their in your office, whatever office you're in, and you tell me what percentage is just sitting behind their desk working social media. It's gonna be like none. You may have one guy that works internet at a high level. Yeah. All the rest of them, they're beating doors or knocking on, making making phone calls. They're doing all the things that other people don't want to do. They're yeah. holding open houses and all that kind of stuff. So again, it's a game we have to play. Most people don't get it. Most real estate agents don't get it. Um, but if you have to play it, let, we, we better do it right. Yeah. And the great thing with it, too, is like you've been describing, is it's a it's a faster way to get into those niches. So yeah. if you have a certain community you want to get into, it's not replacing the meeting them. It's just it speeds up the connection and how to do that. Well, if you, you, were, if you were going um, 10 years ago and you wanted to connect with horse lovers, You'd have to go out, go find different horse stables and things like that, and go out and connect with different areas. Now you can go online, join a horse-loving Facebook group and horse riding uh, business or whatever, and connect with them and just get connected way quicker. You know, I said I get excited about what you were talking about earlier, Ryan, when you were talking about your waterfront homes. And I'm sitting there thinking, can you imagine trying to, to get into a niche that I don't live in the neighborhood. In fact, I'm not making enough money to even get in there. How do I even crack this thing? Well, yeah. you're able to go in there and start not knocking on people, tap, tapping on people's shoulders, starting to build those relationships with people, start gathering them. And then you have every opportunity to be able to be that guy that connects things in that community. Guess what? At the marina, they're having this event. I don't even work at the place. I don't have. I'm not doing the event, but I'm aware of it. So if I can gather these people around and direct them that way, that's huge value that a lot of people aren't willing to. They don't even think of that. Yeah. And all of a sudden, if they're hearing my voice and they're hearing what I'm saying about that niche, and then all of a sudden, every once in a while, I'll say something about real estate. Holy crap! This guy might know something about this area. Yeah. And I, I think that that's freaking awesome, dude. And one of the keys to success in this business is leverage. And using social media can give you tremendous leverage. You can now reach an audience of 200 people, 500 people, 1,000 people in one message. And you couldn't do that if you were just calling or if you were door knocking or just trying to get out and network. So now you can actually, I mean, not hide behind your computer, but you can literally send one message and connect with that many more people that you couldn't before. Yeah, well, you want to check this out, Ryan. I, I was pretty excited about this last week. I woke up, maybe it was even... I had my most recent podcast launch. It was on Monday. I woke up Monday morning, and guess what I saw on my Twitter feed? Somebody attached said, it said, at DPhilippe, and it says, listen to this new podcast. Guess who it was? It was Stitcher. Wow. Stitcher said to nearly 10,000 of their listeners, listen to this podcast. That's freaking sweet, dude. <laughs> so guess what I did? I've got 3,000 people in my Twitter, and I sent it to my 3,000 people. 
So now just that one tweet that they have 9,000, 10,000 people, I send it to 3,000 people. That's 13,000 people that have the opportunity to see that tweet. Yep. Ryan, how many people do you have on your Twitter? Uh, I think 600 plus. Almost 600, okay. Perfect. So the cool thing is this. If I send it to you and you retweeted that, that's 600 more people. I think a lot of people don't realize if you say something with so much value that other people think, man, that's really cool. I think I'm going to share it with other people. It takes two or three times in it. You're, rather than you sharing it with your 100 people that are following you, you could be hitting 20,000, 30,000 people, and that's a big impact. Yep. I mean, I almost, I almost had a heart attack when I woke up and I look <laughs> on there. And I'm like, holy crap, if it's not iTunes, it's Stitcher. Yeah. Stitcher's number two for where you listen to these, these podcasts. I'm like, holy cow, they're talking about me, and I'm just nobody, right? So anyway, I, that was pretty exciting. Yeah, it, I know it was about a month ago, and I'm on Active Rain, and I did a blog about, I forget what the topic was. And anyways, it got featured on Active Rain, and then once it got featured, I started getting a bunch of comments, and then it actually ended up on the Active Rain daily drop that gets emailed out. So Active Rain sent my thing out in that list, and my friend Jackie, she's like, Ryan, you got featured on Active Rain's Daily Drop, and it went through the roof. I had like 700 people view that blog post, and I had 65 comments, and it was just, it just, it was good, and it just was leveraged. It got mass exposure that I wouldn't have gotten not using social media. That's awesome. I, that is really, and you know what's cool? I didn't tell you this, Ryan, but I was at my at my meeting today. I was talking to somebody, and I said, "Yeah, I'm going to do a, be a, be a, a guest on um, the Niche Podcast." And she's like, "Oh, I listened to that podcast." Perfect. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so you're you're all the way up in Canada, right? I yeah. guess go by Canada, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and down here in Vegas, we've got a girl named Nikki listening to your podcast. She's listening right now. She said, oh, I can't believe he just said my name. So anyway, <laughs> you're big time down here in Vegas, baby. That's good. I'm taking over. <laughs> That's good. So so then if people are looking to really up their game, then so to take it from a, 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 an average level of social media, what kind of strategies would you suggest? Because, I mean, there are a lot of agents using it and using it to find their niche, but how would you suggest? Is like any, do you have any specific type of uh, techniques or strategies they can use to go from here to here. All right, so again, this is going to be a part sales pitch. Are you okay with that? 100%. Just a small one. That's okay. <laughs> okay, all right. So deal is this. Number one, I think you need to time block it. You need to have a game plan for what you're trying to accomplish. I do not want you to be spending more than five, ten minutes a day doing your social media because, again, that's not going to be making you money. Then you're going to be pissed at the system saying, I didn't make any money in real estate. Real, real estate sucks. In fact, it's awesome. But wait, wait. so the deal is, is you got to have a game plan. Well, is Farmville isn't a, a social media strategy that works. <laughs> yes, you can do a lot of business there. So, um, you, you in fact, you probably can control that whole niche. You could sell any of those ten-year-olds any <laughs> houses when they turn twenty-five. <laughs> so anyway, so the deal is this: the problem is most real estate agents don't have a f firm grasp grasp of what real estate or social media is all about. And it's hard to go to all these classes every single day, or sometimes you go to a class that teaches you Facebook or Twitter or whatever that is, and then you go and try to duplicate it, and you can't. Mm -hmm. And so what? that's kind of the main reason why you created Real Estate Tech Academy. If you go to realestatetechacademy.com, it's a place. I have one module available right now, and it's called Social Media. It's the Social Media for Real Estate module. And you pay 10 bucks a month, and you have access to about over 15 hours of step-by-step -step video tutorials. It will literally step you from, this is how you use 
This is how you set up a Facebook account. This is how you build a business page. This is how you create these custom buttons on Facebook where when people like, they can't see certain things unless they like it. I mean, there's from very simple and basic to very advanced stuff on not just Facebook, but Twitter, LinkedIn, Google+. And then also I have a, a tool called, um, there's a, cool, a tool called Hootsuite out there that allows you to be able to use social media on all of those Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Google+, all from one dashboard. So it makes it so you can do 10 minutes worth of social media for your whole week while you're watching you know, the Oprah show on a Tuesday evening, um, and you don't have to worry about that. And so the Real Estate Tech Academy, um, the social media for real estate module, was created just for that. So if you guys don't know um, really how to get started, if I were you, I would pay 10 bucks, go into that website, and it'll step you right through the whole thing. Um, it'll learn. You can learn on your own time, do whatever you want. Um, and that's just what I just got so many people asking me, how do you do this? How do you do this? And I got exhausted, if you could believe, me talking. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, that's why I did it, and I've had awesome response. So that's a really cheesy, weak pitch. But that's what I would do. <laughs> no, that's that's great advice, and we will share that. I'll put them in the notes as well. People can check it out, um, and I will tweet that to my 600 plus people uh, and get that out. Uh, I mean, when we've shared ideas and talked about things along the way, and I know you know what you're talking about, and I know you you can back up because there are a lot of people out there who get started and they they learned a few things about social media, but they don't live it. They don't know it. They just kind of, they hear what other people have said and they just kind of regurgitate it. And it's, it's not applicable. They've never really proved it. So I know the stuff that you're talking about works and you can back that up. So I'm hundred percent behind that and support that. And, and don't, don't uh, mind sharing that. Oh, well, and, and the deal is this, it's, I wouldn't be talking about it if I didn't see the results myself. Yep. I started doing this. I started following people on Twitter. And I started, and I did the exact same thing on Google Plus, and I started just following people, and it was crazy. People started following me back, so then I started sending replies, and they would talk to me. And I'm like, these people didn't even know who I was, and then they'd go to my website, and then they'd sign up for my 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 newsletter. And I'm like, holy crap! Three minutes ago, this guy didn't even know who I was, and now he's already up in my database, and now I can. It's up to me to stay in contact with them, and so. Um, it works, but again, staying focused and saying I'm only going to spend a certain amount of time on that, and so that's that's I guess to really give you the other if if you don't want to even go to realestatetechacademy.com if you don't want to go to that website, <laughs> you can go to you, I would <laughs> oh okay you would want to go to uh, you would want to spend some time and just do it piece by piece. First, you're going to set up your Facebook page, and then you're going to build a Facebook business page. And you're just going to get in the habit of having a conversation. And then the next step, I would probably go to Google+, because Google+, is awesome. Um, and I would do the exact same thing. Start having communication. Start building relationships with people. Five, ten minutes a day. And then I would set up a Hootsuite account. And I would connect all of them. And then I would set up Twitter. And then I'd set up LinkedIn. And I would just do that and spend five minutes a day till everything is set up. And then once everything's set up, I would... Find I would you know what I would do I would go to um, I would set up a Google Alerts account it's not an account but basically you know what Google Alerts is of course yeah 
So you set up a Google Alerts. You just you can even Google Google Alerts, and what it does, it allows you to be able to filter anything that's new coming in that they're talking about. So, for instance, in Vegas, I would I would type in Las Vegas real estate, and I would select news. I wouldn't select blogs because I don't want to send them to another real estate agent. Mm-hmm. I would select news, and anytime something brand new comes out in um, that's said on the internet, it will send me an automatic email, or it will be once a day, however I want to do it, where I'll be alerted of the brand new news of Las Vegas real estate. And then I take that article that I'm reading, and I share it on social media. Perfect. That's what I would do. It's a good, you're coming from contribution, you're sharing, and you're giving advice, and you don't have to come up with the content yourself. Correct, and then that will start creating. You are the, and then comment on it and say, "Hey, I was reading this article, and and um, I don't agree with it." Or, "Man, you're right. It is prices are rising. It's time for you to buy now, or uh, or else you're going to be paying higher, or whatever that is." But use technology to filter some of the information that's out there. Um, but the, yeah, just piece by piece, ten minutes. That's what I would do. You forgot one important step. They need to time block time to listen to the niche agent every week. Oh, no. In fact, if you haven't subscribed to this thing, you guys are crazy. <laughs> That's good. You know what I mean? Absolutely crazy. <laughs> okay, so there's. I want to kind of wrap up quickly, but I want to get you to share. You, you put together a special training video for people to check out. So um, it's another topic that you're really passionate about, and it go, goes in line with the niche agent as well. Right. So I, I was really excited to do this podcast because I love – focusing on niche. And I think it's really really cool and really creative that you're helping agents find their niche because that's a pretty difficult thing to do. Yeah. And so one of the things that I did is um, there's a, a really cool formula for you to be able to see how competitive a niche is when searching. So if somebody's searching for great dog parks in Las Vegas, that search, um, you, you as a real estate agent, you could actually write a, a, a blog about or you could try to build a website about that or whatever. And there's going to be a certain amount of competition there. So in Las Vegas real estate, Trulia, Realtor.com, Zillow, those companies, they're big-time companies. And for you to be able to be found on the first page of Google for Las Vegas real estate, it's not going to happen, at least for a long time. Or you could find more niche-type phrases that you could start developing a blog on that you can research and say, holy cow, these guys, I can compete with these guys. So what I did is if you go to realestatetechacademy.com forward slash niche, or is it niche? Because you didn't ask me the question. I, me the question. I've been getting out of it. Is it niche or niche? You've said oh. niche. Because but... <laughs> I was all excited to say when I want to sound smart, I say niche. <laughs> that's, a, that's the best answer I've heard so far. <laughs> so anyway, it's realestatetechacademy.com forward slash niche. And if you go there, it's going to be a 10-minute video, probably about 10 minutes. I haven't finished it yet. But it'll be about 10 minutes. It's going to show you this formula of how to um, see how competitive your niche or different phrases are um, when uh, building your blogs or building your niche or whatever. Um, I just think it's really cool. And, and, and it's not an exact science, but it'll give you a good idea of what's, what, what can I compete against fast and what I can't. And uh, so that, that's something that I made for you guys, and I, I think you guys will really dig it. That's awesome. We appreciate that. Um, so if people do want to check out, other than checking you out on social media, what are some ways they can connect with you? So um, one of the things I've, I love, I, I record a podcast uh, on the 1st and 15th of every single month, and it's a real estate uh, 
coaching podcast, and I'll interview, much like Ryan, other top producers across the country, but then sometimes you'll get me ranting off on whatever topic. It's usually not technology. Every once in a while it is, but it's usually just mindset stuff, coaching stuff that you'd be talking about, 411, whatever. Um, that is found on iTunes. You can find it under Real Estate Roundtable, Realtor Roundtable, or Philippi Consulting, P-H-I-L-L-I-P-Y consulting.com and um, go there you can listen I'd love it if you listen to my podcast um, and uh, subscribe to that too you can find me on Twitter at D Philippi um, or just send me an email you can you can send an email at info at realestatetechacademy.com and uh, I'd be happy to answer any questions you have I'll create tutorials on anything you want um, but yeah Ryan I'm really excited thank you so much for having me um, Great podcast. I think you've really grown from our first conversation from you're like, man, I'm going to be doing this podcast. What do you think about this to what you've done now? And, and I was so excited when I was talking to this lady in, my, in, my, in this thing, and I'm like, I'm going to be on this podcast. She was like, oh, yeah, I listen to that guy. I was like, holy cow, this guy's big time. <laughs> it's, that's funny because we did connect about podcasting. I think it was in a Facebook group for real estate agents about, and I posted a question about podcasting, what people use or something, and we connected. So it's just amazing how when you find a niche, when you find some community involved in the relationships that you can build. And we've talked many times over the last, I think it's been a year almost. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's great to connect with and watch what people are doing. And, and you've helped me with this and, and really been supportive of it. So I do appreciate that. Well, Ryan, we are officially, as I quote you, belly to belly. <laughs> pretty close <laughs> I love it so yeah thank you again for being on and we'll put all that information in the uh, show notes so people can check that out and connect with you hey you guys need to listen to Ryan but this is what you need to do this is what I tell people on my podcast to do do me a favor guys and I want you to go out there there's someone that's in your office that is not listening to Ryan on uh, uh, the niche podcast and I need you guys to share it with a friend tell them hey sign up Listen to this thing. It's easy. It's awesome. And it will help you guys make more money, and it will help you develop your niche. That's what I, I think you guys should do. I changed my mind. I think that's the best advice of the night. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, Ryan. Thank you for being on. We appreciate it. Oh, you bet, dude. Have a good one.